I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. Numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. You know, there are a lot of reasons why I do this show. And many of them is out of interest that I've had for a long, for many years, ever since I was a child, ever since I would hear my father discuss these issues with his friends, usually in barbershops and bowling alleys, sort of barbershop bowling alley conspiracy theory is basically what it was, because I don't know if it was conspiracy theory, because a lot of what, uh, you know, I heard when I was a kid is now coming true. And so there are a lot of questions that are unanswered, a lot of mysteries that uh, certainly are worthy of discussing, anywhere from, you know, as I say before, parapolitical activity, where we don't understand why the government does what it does, and of course other activities that are certainly worthy of talking about outside what I call uh, the political arena. Now, here we are in this time of pop culture where it can be it can, be somewhat diffi- it can be somewhat difficult to find relevant events to report that raise a highly charged interest in categories that you find are secretive in nature. You have to dig deep. You have to go beyond the news. You have to go in the margins, as we always say. Anymore, we see that the mainstream media has avoided their charge of being informative, and uh, they've surrendered to being parents to the State Department. That's where we are now. The State Department's running everything. We know the State Department's in charge. We know the Pentagon was in charge for those two weeks that President Trump was gone. We know that the deep state is in power. The deep state's been in power for a long time. They install their own puppet uh, people to do their bidding. But see, the filter that they have right now, the filter that is there is installed to block all information that would open the door to finding out the truth about a lot of subjects that are considered taboo or even, well, some that are even classified. Now, since the media tends to tell you the truth is out there or the truth is on their side or they're they're on the right side of history, they certainly are not in the business of telling you that some truths that were once elusive about fringe subjects have now been revealed and much of what has been declassified really has not been seen or heard by the typical individual. Now, I have an advantage over a lot of what the mainstream media talks about. First of all, I'm one of the last shows at night to get in the last word, which is good. Second of all is I try to look beyond political claptrap, even though people say, well, you bring up political topics all the time. No, they're parapolitical topics because I don't endorse a candidate, nor do I endorse a philosophy or an ideology. I point out just where the, I guess you call the pitfalls are, where the transparency is non-existent. And so, and not only that, but, you know, here we are having to walk delicately now in a time of censorship, in a time of censoring, uh, you know, in a time of cancel culture. You have to walk delicately. Before, you didn't have to walk delicately about anything. But here we are now, kind of tiptoeing through it. Hopefully, no one's going to get offended. Hopefully, no one's going to get angry. But so that's why you have to kind of mix it up a bit, right? you got to be in the business of telling the truth. And my advantage is, is that I like to push through and beyond what is typical and, and push through stories that you may not think matter to you, but eventually they do matter. And, of course, 
There are others who have wondered about fantastic stories of intrigue and have wondered if they are all just conspiracy quackery. Get on the tinfoil hat. Here we go. Another ride, right? Well, the other night, Tim Schwartz was on the program. And what had happened is he, he came on the program because of that data dump from the CIA that went into the, the, the black vault. And, and we talked about how the 180-day thing, you know, six months, Congress has got to come up with something. The alphabet agencies have got to surrender their information about UFOs and UAP and all this stuff. And the science. Can't forget the science. Well, Tim Schwartz laid the groundwork for that Cold War conspiracy that I love. The, the Cold War conspiracy theory about Nazi scientists reverse engineering alien technology to create the so-called Nazi saucers. I had previously, like two weeks prior, interviewed Rex Diablos Church for Channel Weird. Uh, Diablos Rex, I, I interviewed him for Channel Weird, and we talked about this very topic. And it was something out of the ordinary for him to talk about. But he was getting it right. Of course, you know, it's bizarre to hear that maybe a lot of this technology was first created by the German scientists in the 1930s and the 1940s. And by 1943, they were ready just to surrender and go away. But no, we brought them over with Project Paperclip, and then we had that technology. And Roswell was part of it. All of it. Area 51 was part of it. All was part of it, right? So, of course, you know, it's necessary. The, the show we did was necessary because of those CIA drops, the dumps, the numerous papers, and the documents. That, that, you know, you go back and you read them, and you're like going, wow, they were really following this stuff. They were taking it seriously. It was beyond Project Blue Book or Grudge or, or whatever, Red Light. I, it's beyond what J. Allen Hynek talked about. It's, it's beyond all of that. And so... I thought it was a very important story and a, bear, a very important history that you had to learn in order to reveal the alphabet agencies have always had a hidden hand in creating these advanced technologies. And, and that perhaps many of the secrets of the Third Reich's programs were brought here by Nazi scientists during the pipeline operation paperclip situation. Now, what's interesting is that the timing of when we brought Tim Schwartz on the program and the release of these documents. And, and, and like I say, timing is everything in this business. We want to, we, we, we accidentally time a lot of things. It's, it's synchronicity or a synchronspiracy, if you want to call it that. But the timing of that show with Tim Schwartz could not have been any better now that a story has surfaced that may prove that these Cold War myths about extraterrestrials or even flying saucers or the Philadelphia Experiment or, or Montauk, all these things have some reality attached to them. According to documents obtained by the Warzone website, the United States Navy performed experiments on, quote, far-fetched technologies, including a space-time modification weapon, which researchers claim internally could revolutionize power and propulsion systems. A space-time modification weapon. It's amazing that I, I, when I read that, I'm going, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Because everything about this space-time modification weapon that they're revealing now, if it, if it exists, would prove or at least give some precedent to investigate the Glocka, the, 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 the Nazi bell. It would give some precedent to investigate Bob Lazar and what he said about Area 51. It would give precedent to investigate all of these exotic technologies that could be putting us like 200 years into the future. These mysterious technologies that have been revealed, that are now being revealed, 
were meant to take advantage of something called the Pais effect, patented by American aerospace engineer Salvatore Cesar Pais, an Argentinian scientist. There's a, there's a coincidence, right? He's from Argentina. And all of these technologies they're talking about could end up pushing the boundaries of conventional science. If, if that is, if it is that they're real or they're true, and they can actually prove it and that it's workable, then we're in a different world now. We are in a different dimension now. We are, we are ahead of the game. Because Pais is saying that the tech could enable a propulsion system that defies gravity, as well as even more eccentric claims. In, in a January 2020 correspondence with the war zone, Pais even laid out plans for a hybrid aerospace underwater craft. A hybrid aerospace underwater craft. Doesn't that... Doesn't that strike you as, as interesting that all this is coming forward after the buzzing of the aircraft carrier Nimitz and how they said they saw the Tic Tacs hover above an underground or a, a, a submarine or submersed craft? Okay. So he claims that he was able to engineer the fabric of our reality at the most fundamental level by creating these weapons, these space-time weapons, space-time modification weapons. Now, needless to say, these theoretical devices have yet to be demonstrated in any meaningful way. But at the same time, the fact that the U.S. military is funding their development does not lend, does not basically take away any of the credibility. The credibility, if the, if the military is investing in this, then obviously it's credible. It lends them a veneer of credibility. It, it, gives them, it gives us reason to dream now. If these discoveries are credible, then perhaps the reverse engineering of alien tech may be thrown out of the realms of conspiracy theory and that it can eventually be looked at as scientific reality. You just have to follow the trail. Remove the mythology. Of, of course, it's urban legend until proven otherwise, right? Or it's conspiracy theory until proven otherwise. But according to these documents... These newly released documents, the Navy took Pius's ideas seriously enough to pour hundreds of thousands of dollars into the development of these space-time modification weapons. Now, this is based on a plasma compression fusion device. It's supposed to release extremely high energy levels and make the hydrogen bomb seem more like a firecracker in comparison. That's according to what the documents are saying. They're describing this as a remarkable... <laughs> it's, it's just a... I, it, you know, this means that Star Trek can be a reality. If, if this is the case, then Star Trek can be a reality. Or it is a reality now. Or it's been a reality ever since we talked about these so-called flying discs that the Germans had in their possession, the De Glock or the Bell or whatever you want to call it, that engine and whatever, and the Schorberger engines and all the other engines that were able to propel these saucers or whatever these other flying machines are. And this has been perfected now over 70 years. Seven, more than that. It would be, be more than that, probably. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Newly found documents are saying now that we have space-time weapons. And this is uh, something that I want to explore with you tonight on Ground Zero. 503-225-0860. We'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, 
plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.